Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Barbara Case about her recent wedding at Shades of Green. I was interested to talk to Barbara because there is a lot of interest in Shades of Green, and you don't hear about too many of the weddings and vow renewals that happen there, but it might be a good option for someone who's in the military or has a government connection and can use the resort for their event. So today we're going to hear all about Barbara's day and find out how it went, how the planning worked, and if she has any tips or advice for anyone who's considering doing a Shades of Green wedding. Welcome, Barbara. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm so glad you could be on the show today to share your experience because, like I say, you don't hear of too many events at Shades of Green, and so it's going to be great to hear how your experience was and then hopefully share pictures in the post for this episode so people can see what it was like. Great, yes. To start off, how did you guys decide on Shades of Green for your wedding venue? We were kind of all over the place when we started the initial planning. We didn't really want a big ceremony here at home, and we wanted to maybe do a planned elopement where we had close friends and family somewhere else. Well, we're big Disney people on my side of the family. I have been several times throughout my childhood, and my parents and extended family were actually planning a trip to Disney around the early 2013 timeframe. And so we decided to go ahead and just have it in Florida and make a vacation out of it. And I loved the Disney wedding packages, but they just were not really in our price range. We wanted to keep it really small and simple, and it just wasn't a perfect fit for us. I, you know, I absolutely loved the look of them, but, you know, just for us, it wasn't the right fit. And so we started looking into it a few different options for a while. We actually were going to do a beach wedding and then my entire family is military. And so my mom wanted to book our entire stay at Shades of Green. And the more we got to thinking about it, the more we just thought it's going to be so much easier to just have the entire thing at Shades of Green. And they were able to provide us with the gazebo and seating at the gazebo for a very low cost. And we kind of hired and arranged then our own vendors. You know, a friend worked an iPod and the speakers that we brought with us, and we pretty much were able to handle everything ourselves. And we did it for a lot less money than going through the Disney route or having kind of a more bigger blowout at a different resort. And I realize I should mention for my listeners who aren't familiar with Shades of Green, it is a resort that is on Disney property right near the Polynesian Resort and the Magic Kingdom that is exclusively for the military and government employees. And it has really low rates and, you know, offers the opportunity for you to stay at Walt Disney World for a lot less. And they offer weddings. So it sounds like it was the perfect fit for Barbara and her family because you had the military connection and then it allowed you to get married on Disney. Disney property for a lot less than a Disney's fairy tale wedding. Yes. And so you mentioned you used the gazebo for your ceremony. Did you have a reception at Shades of Green? 
No, we just used the Shades of Green Gazebo. They also have the Magnolia Ballroom that was actually going to be our backup in case of bad weather. Um, we missed the rain by a day, so it was perfect, and we held it at the gazebo, and we did the ceremony there and used their grounds and the hotel for our photos. We're actually having an at-home reception in a few weeks here in our hometown, but my mother-in-law did host a post-wedding dinner at Ohana's across the street at the Polynesian for the entire wedding group because we didn't have a rehearsal or a rehearsal dinner. Oh, that's really nice of her. So you just made a regular reservation and everybody, how big was your group? We had 35 total people. Oh, wow. So no trouble seating that many people together at Ohana or no. anything? We were all at separate tables, and we had to wait a little bit, even though we had a reservation, but they were very accommodating to our group. That's great. And I always have to ask this because I have it on the brain, but did you get a cake or anything? No, we did not get a cake. I mean, we did our bare bones ceremony there in our photography, but we had a couple family members, especially my grandmother, who could not make the trip. And we wanted to do as many wedding and reception things at our at-home reception as we could. And so, I mean, we're wearing our dresses there, our wedding clothes, and we're doing the whole reception as if we just walked in from the ceremony. Oh, that's interesting. That's an, a great way to do it. Because I know, yeah, sometimes the at-home reception, ours is really casual, but then some people like rent a hall and they have a DJ. And so it sounds like you're somewhere in the middle where it'll be a great recreation for the people who couldn't make it. Yes. So now at Shades of Green, did you work with their wedding planning team? We did work with a sales and marketing department representative. Since we did not choose one of their packages, they offer wedding packages just the same as Disney does with different tiers of you know what they're offering within a package, whether they're offering the catering or the cake and all of that. And originally, we did not want to go that route. And my mom did a little bit more digging and found out they would let you just rent the gazebo and do everything yourselves. So while we had our representative who arranged everything, drew up our contract, made a list of our vendors that we used and everything, that's the only thing we used her for. I actually had a friend who attended the wedding from Pennsylvania who acted kind of as the planner organizer and handled everything the, the day of the wedding for me. Wow, that's really convenient. So how did it work between you and your friend planning this event from so far away? She actually was not aware of a lot of the stuff she was supposed to do until the few weeks leading up to the ceremony. Most of the planning of everything at Shades of Green just happened with myself, my grandmother, and my mother. And then the few weeks leading up to the ceremony, I sent her a lot of the information and had pamphlets with everybody's kind of day of duties that I passed around. And she's pretty organized. And so, I mean, she rolled with the punches really quickly. That's very cool. Now, for finding any vendors, did you use any outside vendors or need to do any of that kind of research? Yes, we used all outside vendors, and I actually only used two vendors. We had a photographer and a minister, and that was it. We had a lot of different things made. We didn't use a florist. I had fabric flowers made by a vendor on Etsy.com, and they turned out beautiful. Then let's see, our minister, that was the only thing that I used from a Shades of Green recommendation because I had no idea where to go there. But Shades of Green actually sent me a vendor sheet that just had suggestions 
in all of the different categories that you may need vendors. And I ended up going with Sensational Ceremonies and I had Reverend Glenn Ferguson and he was absolutely great. And then I just did a lot of research for our photographer and ended up stumbling upon Jessica Lee photography and she was in our price range. She was in that area. And so all of that kind of came together just on our own. Okay. So then how did it work with the day of or the day before when you actually got to Shades of Green? Did you get to talk to somebody who worked there and find out, you know, where you should go and when you should start and how everything was going to work? We actually did not have a good experience with Shades of Green in that aspect. I found a lot of the planning leading up to the ceremony kind of disorganized. And also once we got there, we never were contacted by the sales and marketing team. I didn't have any meetings with anybody. We had no idea where to go on the day of or what to do, or even if things were set up. Luckily, I sent somebody down to see if the site was set up. But I had my friend Julia, who was the person I mentioned earlier that did the wedding kind of organizing for me the day of, I had to send her down to the front desk that morning and see where we were all supposed to go, how things were supposed to work. And there was a sign that they were supposed to put up, I guess, that, you know, said halter case wedding ceremony this way and everything. They didn't even put that up until two hours after the ceremony had ended. So we kind of We had to wing it ourselves the day of, but luckily everything went off pretty smoothly for just doing it ourselves. And I mean, it still was a great day. Can you give us an overview of how it went from start to finish? Sure. One of the good things about Shades of Green is they kind of had everything there on site. So they had a spa and hair salon on site and our day started at 9 a.m. that morning we all had hair done at the Magnolia Spa there on the resort. And so we all were all in hair from nine to noon. And then everyone headed up to my parents' room around 1230. And my photographer, Jessica, got there around that time. And so she took pictures as I did my makeup and got ready. And then once everybody was ready, about 1.30, we headed down to the lobby area to kind of get in formation and head out to the ceremony and met up with the minister. Our ceremony was at 2, and everything pretty much ran exactly on time. I was very surprised, but it was roughly about a 30-minute ceremony. And then we did, you know, family and group shots, and it was an overcast day, which I guess is wonderful for pictures. So we got to kind of roam all over the grounds and do a lot more creative bride and groom and wedding party shots. And we actually ended the photography at 4.30, and I didn't realize I would have this much time on my hands afterwards because dinner wasn't until 6.45, and I was planning on wearing my wedding gown to dinner And I was like, well, I'm not going to sit here for over two hours in my dress, not doing anything. And so we just hung out with our wedding party in our room until dinner and just all went in regular clothes and our, you know, our Disney World just married buttons. And so we had a great time at dinner at Ohana's and the food was phenomenal. And then all of us bridesmaids and groomsmen went down to this bar that they have at the Shades of Green and just kind of drank and hung out until we went back to our rooms that night. That's great. Okay. Did you add any Disney touches to your ceremony or have any kind of theme? Yes, we did have some Disney touches. I do love Disney, but I didn't want a blatantly themed wedding that maybe I would look back someday and dislike because I'm constantly obsessing over something different. So I didn't want to get into the Disney mania of having a Disney wedding and then look back someday 
when, you know, who knows what I'll like then. So we kind of went, <laughs> we kind of went more of a fairy tale type Disney wedding. We had a kind of a loose theme of happily ever after. And so our save the dates and our invitations were actually set up in chapters and made to look like an old time fairy tale book. And I can't remember the exact Disney movies, but I know there's a couple Disney movies where they have like the old time storybook at the beginning with the flipping pages. And so we had the really old timey font and had it kind of in the old time fairy tale language. We had some hidden Mickey crystals on the bridesmaid bouquets. And then we also had instrumental Disney music for all of the wedding music. So I came down the aisle to the Beauty and the Beast theme song and we walked back down the aisle together to Once Upon a Dream. And then I think the biggest one was probably my wedding gown was from the Alfred Angelo's Disney Princess Collection. I had the Cinderella gown. Oh, wow. Well, that's a great way to tie in the theme. <laughs> uh, now, was there anything in particular that you were worried about during the planning stages? And how did that work out? I probably, if I had to do this all over again, I probably would never do a destination wedding because I was terrified for months about forgetting something. That was my biggest fear. So as a result, I completely overpacked. We lugged so much stuff down there that we ended up not needing to bring. But since we did so much ourselves and had so many different things to bring, I mean, everybody in our wedding party had wedding stuff stuffed into their suitcases also, without us having a rehearsal, I was worried that it was going to be kind of hectic the day of. And, you know, luckily we did not forget anything. And even though it was a little bit hectic the day of, my, you know, organizer friend Julia kept everybody on point and with the program and let everybody know what they were supposed to be doing. And so everything went up great in the end. That's great. And that was a great idea to assign somebody to help you out, especially as it turned out, since you didn't get a lot of help from Shades of Green, to have someone who's not the bride who should be focusing on getting married, to have someone who can help corral guests and everything. It's a really great idea. Yes. So do you have a favorite moment from your day? My favorite moment and kind of my side favorite moment that I didn't get to see was probably our family vows. My husband has a nine-year-old daughter from a previous relationship who he has had custody of and who's lived with us the past several years. And we did family vows with her during the ceremony and I gave her a special family necklace and I kind of made vows to her as a parent, promised kind of the same things I promised to my husband, to her. And the part that is kind of my favorite moment also that I wasn't aware of until afterwards, I could not see them. But apparently when we called Jocelyn up is when my mom and my husband's mom started crying for the first time in the ceremony. And I guess they just bawled hysterically Aww. the time of the family vows. But doing that kind of made it more special because actually the first day after we got back, we found out we had court. And so on Monday all of her adoption proceedings went through and I'm now her legal parent. So oh. it was extremely special for us to start off the year with doing that. And I'm especially really glad that we included the family vows since the adoption legalized, you know, a few days after we got home. Ah, oh, that's wonderful. What a touching story. <laughs> now, do you have any advice or tips for couples who might be interested in booking a Shades of Green wedding? Yeah, I mean, 
our wedding was beautiful. And I mean, looking at the pictures, I just think it was a beautiful venue to have it. And I really like that we were able to put, you know, so many personal touches. And even though it was really hard work a lot of the time, I can look back and say, hey, you know, we completely put this wedding together ourselves. However, it's lucky that we did do that because we were not able to depend on Shades of Green for much. We did enjoy our stay there. You know, the resort is great. They had a lot of great amenities. But for future brides who plan on booking their wedding there, I just would recommend that they stay very on top of their event and make sure that they get everything in writing, you know, be on top of everything, keep every bit of communication and paperwork that they receive because we just had a lot of issues with miscommunication, them dropping the ball a lot on their end, not being very helpful with us. And like I had said earlier, I mean, the day of the event, we had no idea what we were doing. And so for somebody who is wanting to come down there and have somebody, the venue completely do everything for them, we didn't get that with shades of green. And, you know, luckily we were able to kind of roll with the punches, but some people might not be in the position to do that. You know, they might not have a non-wedding party friend there who can do everything and run around and do all your errands for you like we did. So that would be something that I definitely would want to make sure that people took into consideration if they decided to book Shades of Green. That's a really good tip. Uh, did they make it up to you in any way for the all the problems that you had? Not really. Um, I've only spoken to somebody once since then. I mean, we just got back, but... That's kind of another thing that kind of upset me about our experience there is most of our communication or responses from their end has made it sound like it was our fault. We were the ones who misunderstood them or we were the ones that didn't understand the information or get the information correctly and everything. And so part of it, when the woman called me to discuss it, I didn't get any apologies or anything. And she said she was going to try to figure it out. And I just kind of said, you know it's over. We still had a wonderful day. I'm not really interested in finding out why things went wrong because it's, you know, it's done with. So. Wow. That's awful to hear. But I'm glad that in the end, you still have fond memories of your wedding and it did work out. Yeah. And that's the most important thing. I mean, the entire day, I just kept telling myself, today is not going to be the rest of my marriage, no matter what happens today you know, at the end of the day, I'm still getting married to my best friend. So, you know, I could trip going down the aisle, but it's not going to change what's going to happen. So I think the dealings with Shades of Green was just a tiny blip on the radar compared to, you know, us still having a great day. And it's still a day that I'm going to look back on and be really happy about. That's great. And that's a great perspective that you described there that I think brides anywhere would do well to heed. <laughs> so. And you forget that. And I mean, there were a couple of moments of the day I forgot it. It's just you kind of have to keep telling yourself that. Well, Barbara, thank you so much for being on the show today. I think you've offered a lot of great advice about Shades of Green weddings and given us good insight into how they work. And I really appreciate your taking the time. Great. Well, thank you so much for having me. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, 
available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com.